Council Roundup. And the Council Roundup each and every Wednesday following a Springfield City Council meeting where you wake up and you learn what happened the night before. It's right here with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. And the Council Roundup brought to you each and every week by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. The downtown location open for lunch. Also open for lunch on Saturdays. And don't forget about delivery. Head West Subs. All right, let's get into it. Short meeting last night. About uh, 45 minutes or so. Some good substantive conversations about a variety of things, uh, including Springfield Alderman backing up the Deputy Director of Public Works after two weeks ago. Somebody made an assertion about the Deputy Director that I think caught people off guard and uh, they definitely took time to to back up the deputy director from any kind of uh, negative assertions that uh, uh, a former contractor with the city made so we'll uh, we'll get to that as well so stay tuned it is springfield's morning news now at 7 12 and let's get right into it so last night of course uh, it was a committee of the whole meeting and springfield alderman joe mcminiman was the chairperson uh, so again uh, they they have a committee of the whole meeting where they deal with ordinances on first reading and then uh, they kick those to the full city council where they then pass those on final passage, either on debate or on consent. Uh, so that's kind of the trajectory of how these things go. So last night was a committee of the whole meeting and they're dealing with ordinances up for first time consideration. But they also have ordinances that can remain in committee. And these sometimes can be ordinances that are weeks old and uh, have been uh, stacking up because either it was controversial and they decided to keep it in committee or they didn't get enough votes and they decided to keep it in committee or whatever the case may be. It's a stack of ordinances that typically stays in committee for quite some time. One of those dealt with a uh, liquor license request for an establishment that um, uh, has uh, also a connection to a uh, funeral home. Uh, and the alderman for that particular area, Alderman Sean Gregory, is opposed to the idea. Uh, so they kept this in committee, and uh, it's something that we've seen before where the horseshoe, all the aldermen will defer to the alder person of that ward uh, in order to let them uh, ultimately bring it forward. So they, Alderman uh, Gregory has not brought this forward, uh, and uh, we'll hear some from what his concerns are, uh, but they had uh, citizens there in support of this liquor license proposal, and here is one of those. My name is Margaret Campbell Taylor, and I am part owner of MJ's Fish and Chicken Express. Um, in Springfield, Illinois. And she goes on to say she supports this proposal for a funeral home director to, to get a liquor license. The way Dr. Davis operate her funeral home business, I see her doing the same thing in operating her community center if it has a liquor license. So looking to, to get a community center that can act as a place for families to get together uh, and to, to be you know in fellowship and so on. Uh, so continuing her support for this. She runs a very professional funeral home and Dr. Davis is a strong leader in Ward 2 and in our community. 
So for her to have a liquor license, that would enhance her business, and it would put her on the same level as other funeral homes that does community centers with a liquor license. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. There were other citizens that uh, addressed the council, including regular uh, addressee uh, Alice Rainey. I do believe that when you have a strong person in the neighborhood that's willing to give and understand and give her time for something for people to go and relax after having a funeral and having fun or laugh or talk jokes or whatever, just to enjoy whether it's liquor there or not. You may not know that they want liquor. They may not want anything but a good old cup of coffee and an iced tea. But give the lady a chance. She has proven beyond her wildest dreams that she would get this far in her funeral uh, business. And I think it's time that we see a strong woman in the neighborhood, especially in that neighborhood. Now, next up to address the council. Mr. Clerk also advises that um, Ms. Ruby also wishes to talk tonight. Is that so? All right, and let's hear from them. I just feel that I should have an opportunity at this just to see how it goes. I feel that I am strong enough to see this proceed just like I do the funeral business, which I've been in for the last 20 years. The only thing, this is not new to me. I do understand that there are rules and regulations. I am willing to follow all the guidelines. And as she stated, everybody is not gonna want to drink. Some may and some may not. I just want to be able to cover my business. Thank you. So uh, an appeal uh, to, to be able to just conduct business. What does the alder person in that area have to say? Here's Alderman Sean Gregory. Uh, Ms. Ruby, we, we have spoken on the phone about this, and I, I haven't changed, um, you know, my, my, my thinking with this. And He goes on to talk about how there are other options around giving a liquor license directly. The things that, that you are wanting to accomplish, you don't need this liquor license for. You can still have uh, a caterer's license if somebody you know wants to do that. If somebody wants to have liquor license, you can still have those things in there. But to have a, a blanket liquor license is not, um, you know, work in that area. So uh, some some workarounds, some different options. Gregory just does not support having this in that area, despite having heard from all kinds of people who who have questions and maybe in support of this. My daddy called me about this, and I told him the same thing because it's about the people that live in that community, um, and and they have um, had some things. It's not that I don't trust your business or your leadership skills or anyone else's leadership skills, but. Um, we, we have seen um, that, that at times when, when these situations are, are uh, in our communities, they don't go well. Um, so he just has a concern about problems sparking up from it. Uh, Gregory Contern- continues. I apologize to you. I know you want this. If this was on 11th Street, South Grand, all of those things, I would do it without a book link of a high. But in this uh, situation, I, I, I unfortunately, I, I just have my hesitance with this. So uh, definitely hesitant and uh, not supporting it moving forward, but still willing to hear the back and forth and questions brought up by the applicant here. The American Legion is closer to the park than I am. Mm-hmm. And it's been there for years. Right. It didn't affect anything. Right. And if and I'll, I'll say this, if we had problems with the American Legion, like we've had problems in that area, then we, we would be addressing them like we addressed them. But I don't understand else. what problems did we have in the area. We had large pop-up parties in the area and things of that nature. And when was that? 
last year we, we but there was pop-up parties all over Springfield absolutely and people and license wasn't revoked because just, of the pop-up parties. I'm just saying that area is, is is a target area for these pop-up parties we were trying to um, bring some some youth things to the area that and they liquor and, and them just don't mix so, again, the uh, continued opposition there from uh, Alderman Sean Gregory. Uh, we'll hear about uh, a proposal from one to possibly have a temporary license and then the continued uh, reactions from several other aldermen as well. Uh, but uh, stay tuned. We'll get to that and so much more. Council Roundup from last night's Springfield City Council meeting. A short one, but plenty to cover in the back and forth about uh, a, a ordinance that would have given uh, a business a liquor license, a business that's associated with a funeral home and allowing for them to provide uh, beverages for guests who are uh, meeting with families and, and certain uh, grieving points of their lives. Uh, so Alderman Joe McMiniman made the suggestion and asked if they could do like a temporary, like a six-month type of uh, ordinance for a liquor license. So they're going to get that answer, uh, but here is the the applicant for this liquor license uh, asking the question if, if that's a possibility as well. Can you at least give it a try, like he stated, six months, see how it works? If it's not working, then I can understand what you're saying, but right now, we don't know how it's going to go. The facility is not even open. It won't just, be open until October. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, you, you, I'm, I'm, you're supposed I'm, to address your questions to the chair, but and you you can exercise discretion, Alderman sure, Gregory, sure, wants to answer. And, and that's fine. I'm just I'm just you know sort of opposed to to having any type of liquor inside of our inside of our communities. I so uh, continuing on, uh, more questions. I'm just trying to understand the real reason why I can't the, have it. That that is the reason. That there, there's no. I'm a straightforward person, and and the the reason why I'm hesitant to do it is because I I foresee some issues. You're assuming though. I foresee some issues, yeah, and that's that's part of that's part of my part of my my job here to make these votes. Show uh, Alderman Gregory not really uh, bending at all to those uh, to those questions. Uh, Alderman Roy Williams he had some concerns as well after doing his own research and looking into the issue. Share the parking lot with the other two youth buildings. That is the teen empowerment zone. That that's getting rid. Of. The OUCP buildings are becoming a part of a teen empowerment zone along with the old center. Those two buildings all the way through Comer Cox up to Capitol. So as they swing around there, whether it's day or night. Day funeral, day programs for the kids, especially in the summer. So, so I have difficulty with the location. There were also questions raised about uh, area churches uh, that uh, might have problems with it, while uh, other older people shared uh, things that they heard in support of granting a liquor license for this community center. But ultimately, Alderman Sean Gregory saying, no, he doesn't like the Part idea. The problems why we, some of the churches are not having these things is because people are drinking, leaving bottles everywhere, and, and it's just not a fit for the churches. So that's why we're at this point. And he continues. I'm from this area. I know what goes on. I get it. And this is why I'm not, I'm not, I, I have my hesitancy to do it. It's going to present an issue at some time or another with me. Um, um, and, and then I'm going to get the calls and I'm going to be the one to have to deal with it or, or, or 
and, and these things. So I would just rather not even go there um, in this location. Uh, I, so we'll see what happens uh, if it gets brought back up or if they somehow um, are able to sway Alderman Gregory's opinion on this. So uh, we'll watch that, of course, here with the Springfield City Council Roundup every Wednesday with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. And uh, the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. Stereo. Feels like the, feels, feels like something's whizzing by your shoulder. I've got these uh, <clears throat> these monitor headphones. In, so, hi, good morning. It's the uh, council roundup. Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole last night. We bring you all the highlights here with Springfield's morning news. I'm Greg Bishop, and uh, the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. The downtown location open for lunch. They're also open on Saturdays downtown. So check that out. And don't forget about delivery, Head West Subs. All right, uh, just, you know, so you know, this program, uh, it's it's freewheeling to a degree. Um, I sometimes comment on things, other times let things just air out. And uh, really, it's a way to inform you, the listening audience, of what happens at the Springfield City Council meeting. Uh, too often, some of the news that comes out of the Springfield City Council, it, uh, it may be delayed in some uh, outlets, but uh, here we like to give you uh, all the highlights we can in the time frame we have uh, for uh, the, the, the council meeting that happened literally hours ago so that uh, you, the taxpayer, know what's going on uh, with your city council. Uh, so we, we do, of course, uh, you know, have the, the debates heard, which uh, you hear, uh, of course, uh, in the last segments where uh, they talked about an ordinance dealing with a liquor license and uh, an older person not really on board with that idea yet. Uh, but there's also times where we just hear about how much tax dollars are being earmarked for a certain project, and one of those deals with the water projects at City Water, Light, and Power. And last night, an ordinance about uh, $600,000, uh, including ARPA dollars, American Rescue Plan Act funds. So they've got to be able to transfer it from one fund to the next. What's this ultimately going to be for? Here's the Water Department. So, yeah, this, this money is uh, being utilized to upgrade the filter plant controls. Those went in in about 2010, 910. Is this electronic stuff? Yeah, so it's the, the controls behind all the process equipment. So this is what makes the decisions behind you know, pressure regulation, chemical feeds, and things of that nature. So it upgrades the OS or the operating system to a point that we can apply the most recent version of the cybersecurity software. Oh, nice. So Good. In essence, it's... Uh, <laughs> In part, or the biggest piece of this is a cybersecurity upgrade. Oh, that's good. That's good. I think uh, with as uh, many concerns as there are about uh, cybersecurity and utilities, uh, it's good to see that they're going to be devoting hundreds of thousands of dollars to upgrade things to uh, be, you know, uh, best in line with, uh, uh, you know, the the. With with what's going on in the cyber world, because uh, there's a lot of threats out there. If you weren't aware of that, 
It's not just threats of whether uh, certain information is being censored. Uh, there's also threat of foreign countries trying to crash our utilities. So a lot of money going there, but I think they'll probably be uh, well spent. Meanwhile, um, what about uh, an update on branch and leaf pickup? Here's uh, the public works director, Nate Bottom. But uh, we are wrapping up the, the branch pickup this time. We obviously had those storms, too, that put us a little bit further behind in the in the north. The northeast area takes us a little bit longer to wrap up. That's why we logistically save it for the, for the last pickup. I kind of told them that, but do you think it would be like a week or two? That's I correct. Okay. Okay, all right. So just a bit of an update. I know a lot of you are concerned about uh, branch leaf pickup, uh, especially after some storms. Um, See, I don't live in Springfield, so uh, if there's heavy storms, uh, my village, public works, they go around and with a truck and pick stuff up. Uh, It's kind of, you know, as it happens, but it's a small village. It's not the size of Springfield where they got to have a whole host of crews to arrange and schedule and people getting frustrated if uh, they don't see the trucks picking up their stuff in time and so on. Uh, So there's, uh, there's obviously um, uh, always concerns about that. So uh, that was really it. They they plowed through a bunch of ordinances. They uh, put things on consent, and then it was time for unfinished business or new business. And I guess really they should just probably call this points of personal privilege, because uh, that's what uh, Alderwoman Purchase did in celebrating Alderwoman Kristen Desenso, who recently announced she is not going to seek reelection in her ward. Uh, so here's Alderwoman Purchase sharing her thoughts about Alderwoman DeCento. Piece of business. It's just thanking Alderwoman Kristen DeCento for being here, and especially since I've been here, being a phone call away, helping me with my first cleanup, just really being that Alder sister. So thank you, and I'm going to miss you. here till May. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, you're leaving now? (laughs) I changed your mind. (laughs) No, she won't. (laughs) Didn't take long. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Yeah. Alderwoman Purchase, uh, you know, supporting Alderwoman Descent. So, um, and see, that's, that's the way this works, really, is right. I mean, they're starting to petition right now for those who are seeking to get into elected office. So, uh, Alderwoman Descent, so even though I mean, she's still going to be in office through May of next year, right? So that's months away. Uh, it, it's not time to, you know, necessarily. Uh, give all the, the, the condolences or, or whatever it may be. But, uh, yeah, kind of interesting exchange there just uh, to, to re-air that. That's pretty funny. Well, thank you. Yeah. I'm gonna she hasn't left until May. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you leaving now? <laughs> I changed your mind. <laughs> no, she won't. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Alderman McMiniman uh, appreciated Alderwoman DeCenso announcing as petitions were going out that she wasn't seeking another term. And, and that was really good to let everybody know, uh, you know, timely so that all the candidates have a chance to run. So that's uh, good for democracy. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and I think that, again, that's uh, something that uh, the good politician has in mind is if they're not going to seek another office or another term uh, in order to give people a heads up uh, who, who are seeking to to take that office or whatever the case may be, uh, it allows people to plan properly because there's a narrow window for collecting signatures and whatnot. So uh, Alderwoman DeCenso making that announcement uh, as we head into petitioning season. Uh, but Alderwoman DeCenso also took some time uh, to rip recent coverage of her announcement. I'm just going to air this and just let it uh, speak for itself. I, I debated whether to even bring this up or not, but I have to thank the media in the room that has covered my announcement fairly and in a non-sexist way because not every news media outlet did that. Um, 
It's really not hard to take someone's announcement and use that, which is what most media outlets did, but some other media outlet decided to completely um, misquote me, garble my words, and turn it into an attack on women. So when one older person decided to, that they weren't running again, all their accomplishments were listed. But when I said I wasn't running again, it was all about my personal life. So Alderwoman DeCenso, uh, again, naming uh, several journalists that were in the room last night uh, and uh, then continues to um, just state it clearly. Uh, she didn't appreciate how it was covered elsewhere. That hasn't been the case everywhere with everyone. So thank you very much. You're appreciated. So uh, interesting to hear that. So we'll just kind of let that stand there and uh, speak for itself. Uh, meanwhile, Alderwoman DeCenso uh, makes another uh, statement here. Thank you, uh, Angela Harris. No, wait, no. Here, we're, uh, oh, okay. No, sorry, that's the wrong note. Uh, she makes another statement later on about Alderman McMiniman. We'll get to that in a moment. Citizens addressing the council. That's what's up next. So uh, here is uh, a citizen that's uh, ready to address the council about something that happened a couple of weeks ago. Thank you, uh, Angela Harris, 1202's Capital, Springfield, Illinois. So, Angela Park Neighborhood Association. was there on part of a neighborhood association, but also there to support Daryl Harris, the deputy director for Public Works. I want to thank Kristen Vincenzo for your comments, responding to it, that not only did you say you thought it was unfair. So, uh, what happened exactly? Let's hear a little bit more from Angela. Because I do stand behind your deputy director, not only because I know him personally, but because I can vouch for the calls he receives in the evenings, on the weekends, when we're on vacation. So, um, what exactly is she talking about? We didn't necessarily get to the citizens addressing the council two weeks ago. We were at the state fair. We only aired very small portions of the council roundup for that particular fair week roundup. Uh, but uh, I did go back this morning to, to pick up what I think might have been said by a citizen uh, two weeks ago. So here's a bit of a flashback. Thomas Melton. So Thomas Melton gets up to address the city council after a uh, what close to two and a half hours of a, of a meeting two weeks ago. I'm here on behalf of myself. I was um, to talk about the termination of my contract with the city on mowing lots. I believe my contract was terminated for just asking a single question. So uh, he went on to talk two weeks ago about uh, uh, really asserting some, some things that he feels was behind it. I don't know. I believe. Maybe there's one or two other ones. But I know there's at least 37 contractors. And I'm the only white one. And the person that hired or fired me is African-American. I don't know. He never did act like he liked me. Never did. Always turned the cold shoulder we towards will, me. Uh, we'll discuss it next week, okay? Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, uh, yeah, that was from two weeks ago. Is that the assertion that uh, had uh, people uh, sticking up for Daryl Harris, an assertion of, what is that, possible racism uh, that uh, that citizen asserted there? Uh, so back to uh, Angela from last night, uh, backing up Daryl Harris. And I'm asking you to support the Neighborhood Association. Ah, I got to get my notes right here. So, uh, ultimately, that's what they uh, that's what they they were talking about. So, uh, Alderwoman Conley, she uh, she backed up Daryl Harris Darryl as well. Daryl Harris has been one of the most responsive, even-minded, <coughs> fair-handed persons people I've ever worked with. Um, and I, I 
And she went on to uh, talk about how she should have spoke up a little bit sooner. But again, uh, everybody is there supporting Daryl Harris, uh, the deputy director of public works. Alderman Redpath is well jumping in. We get a lot of people that come up here, highly educated, some not so educated, and some brilliant, some stupid. And and the comments that were made about Daryl Harris was completely out of line. And he continued. He's very responsive to to everything we we do, and and uh, he should have been offended by that ignorance. That's all I got to say. Alderman Donnellan also chiming in, saying that uh, Daryl Harris takes a lot of calls at strange hours of the time and gets things done. And he found a way to solve the problem. Didn't find a way to fight. Found a way to solve the problem within the limits and the funding and uh, resources that we have. And I appreciate everything you do. He's always trying to find ways to make this city better. Alderman Gregory also uh, in support of the Deputy Director Harris. You know, Mr. Harris, we, we, we fool with you 100, and we appreciate everything you do, especially in our war, because, you know, it, it's always hard to uh, uh, manage a war like ours. Um, and, and, you know, especially when you live in it, and he, he has to see it every day and, and still make sure that he thinks about the whole city. And um, so I appreciate him for his fairness and, and, and keeping us in mind, too. So. I'm going to have to work in uh, We Fool With You 100 into my lexicon. I like that. Uh, here is uh, Alderman Redpath jumping in. It equates to... The- no, that's Alderman Hanauer. Come on, Bishop. What's- Your notes are all whack. It equates to the fact that we, we've got to be... We've got to have the gavel ready. And and when, you know, we, ha- we have to... I'm not trying to to stop people from speaking... But when people come up and start doing things like that, we need to gavel them. We need, and, and, and they're done. I think that's a, a regular concern a lot of people have brought up in the past is just how to maintain decorum and uh, making sure that if somebody's out of order, either with a disparaging comments or something to that effect, that uh, the, 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 they, they use the gavel. More from Alderman Hanauer. We've got rules, and they're here, they're, they're here for a reason. And... When someone's up here and they're going on for past the time, we've got a time limit. We should we should hold people to that. We you know and and if they start attacking any of us up here, I don't care if you like them or not. That, that should not be. That's just uncalled for. And and that's when it stops. All the women just so getting some uh, final words here. Two weeks ago, someone stood up this, at this podium, gave a presentation, and attacked me personally. And the mayor didn't do anything about it. Didn't gavel him. <clears throat> called me by name. Um, so you know, we have to. These rules have to apply across all across this chamber. Um, and if respect isn't given to every one of us and everyone behind us, then what are we doing up here? And then uh, finally here. This is Joe's last, Alderman McMenamin's last meeting as chair. So I just, isn't it? I'll try not to make any mistakes then. uh. It's almost over. (laughs) Too late. It is almost over. It's the Council Roundup here with Springfield's Morning News. Brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west.